0: I've tried to avoid doing a whole show on vaccines and, and and COVID because we certainly hear enough about COVID and all three of the vaccines, the three major ones. I guess AstraZeneca is the fourth one, but that's, I think, in Europe now only. There's a lot of concern this morning about specifically the Johnson & Johnson. We'll start there. Hi, I'm Ted Flint, by the way, your host for the Pac-Man podcast, Patriotic American Citizen. And uh, in the interest of full disclosure, I have not gotten my vaccine yet, and I probably won't get it. I'm not going to say I'll never get it, because you never say never in life, but I'm leaning against it, not because of what's transpired here in the past couple of days with the reactions that some people, six women, have gotten this rare blood clot disorder, and uh, health officials believe it may be from the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. There's no causal effect proven yet So there's been a pause on the J&J, six people out of 7 million who have been vaccinated with this vaccine. I mean, it's literally less than one in a million. Somebody on CNN today said, naturally, CNN said, uh, you have a better chance chance of getting struck by lightning than you do of coming down with some negative reaction from the J&J vaccine. That may be true, but what if you're one of the six or one of the seven or whatever? Are you willing to take that chance? I think in this case, well, in some cases, the the, uh, the cure is worse than the illness. I mean, COVID is deadly for only a very, very small fraction, point, 0.3% or something. It's minuscule, the fatalities from COVID. Now, if you have comorbidities, I, I do, I guess. I'm diabetic and I'm over 60. Then you could run into some problems. Now, I was... Uh, at the doctor's yesterday, my endocrinologist, he asked me, he's not pushing the vaccine, but he asks me every three months, have you gotten your shot yet? I said, geez, no, I'm still weighing, I'm still weighing the, my options. I haven't made a decision. But it's my decision to make. I'm an American. I have freedoms. I have personal liberty. And I'll make the decision. My wife will make the decision whether she gets the vaccine or not. It's not going That kind of, of a decision will not be made for me. Certainly not by the government. I'll make it. And that was the message yesterday. I'm branching out a little bit here. Rand Paul said that yesterday. He said, look, if the government wants conservatives, conservatives and blacks are the two populations that have been the most skeptical in of receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. And, and Paul said, if, if the government wants blacks and conservatives, uh, Trump supporters, basically, white males, uh, to take the vaccine... They need to be truthful with them. Stop lying to them. If you want people who are skeptical of the vaccine to take it, tell them it's their choice because it is. I, I don't think enough Americans realize that we make the decision. The government's not going to. I know there's talk about this vaccine, these vaccine uh, passports, and all this other nonsense. That's not going to happen. Not not in my world. I know a lot of people are, you know, fearful. This could be the end, and this, you know, it's the, the mark of the beast and all this other stuff. I'm not saying it's not, it could be. But in a free society, we have freedom to make choices. And if the government wants us to take the vaccine or the media, which, which is working in lockstep with the Biden government, then they should try to persuade us. Persuasion, the art of persuasion. We've lost that in politics. Everything's about just cramming your agenda down the throats of the other half of America. And it's, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. The government needs to be, to be more truthful to Americans, and that includes Fauci. He's on there making all these claims and I mean, I, I, I trust him more than I would trust myself. I'm not a medical professional. He is, allegedly. But he's been wrong more than he's been right, not just about these vaccines, but about, about the uh, uh, HIV virus back in the 80s. He made all kinds of mistakes, but the media trusts him implicitly. All right. So, uh, you know, what can you say about the vaccine? If you, I'm not saying you, you should get it or shouldn't get it. I mean, that's up to you. It's your choice. It's not the government's choice to make for you. There's a new study from Tel Aviv University, and it finds that a South African variant, we hear about the variants of these, you know, various uh, variants, if that makes sense, of the CCP virus, which is the Chinese Communist Party virus. It's the China virus. But it affects people vaccinated with the Pfizer shot more than the unvaccinated people, again, this is uh, in Tel Aviv University, did this study, which has not yet been peer-reviewed, indicated that the uh, variant of the virus, the South African variant, uh, was eight times more likely in individuals who were vaccinated than people who were not vaccinated. Addie Stern is with Tel Aviv University. He said, we found a disproportionately higher rate of South African variant among people vaccinated with a second dose compared with the unvaccinated group this means that the south african variant is able to some extent to break through the vaccine's protection and this isn't an, this is another thing i wanted to say about the vaccine this is it's not 100% effective in preventing you from getting covid i mean it's 85 90% effective which is better better than zero but nothing's 100% effective it's not a panacea that you take one time and you're, you're free. I think a lot of people mistakenly believe that. There was a case I just read last week in Michigan, 246 people. Two weeks after their second, vac- uh, their second shot, so they're fully vaccinated. Two weeks after the second shot, they contracted COVID. Three of them died. So just because you get the vaccine doesn't mean you're home free. I mean, it may last you a few months, three, four, five months, but you have to get it again in the fall if you get it now. Anyway, this uh, Tel Aviv University study looked at 400 people who received at least one shot of the Pfizer vaccine and had contracted the COVID variant. It compared them to the same number of people who were infected and unvaccinated. Moderna's vaccine is also used in Israel, but it was not included in that study. So all three of these vaccines are, there are some issues with all three of them, but it appears right now the J&J vaccine and uh, Moderna having the most problems. piece by Jack Phillips. I think this is in WorldNet Daily. It may, it may have been uh, the Epic Times. About 40% of U.S. Marines have declined to take the COVID vaccine. Seventy Over 75,000 are fully vaccinated, or they've received at least one dose. But 48,000 Marines have declined the shot. Now, why do you think that is? <clears throat> Women are more likely to get the shot than men, by the way. They have a Marine... Uh, Spokesman here saying, we fully understand widespread acceptance of the COVID-19 vaccine provides us with the best means to defeat this pandemic, and they're trying to build <laughs> vaccine confidence. Well, what we've been hearing over the past couple of days is not doing a lot to bolster that confidence. Oh, speaking of uh, the, the Moderna and the side effects with Moderna as opposed to the others, people who received the Moderna vaccine reported more side effects than those who got the Pfizer. That's according to the CDC. Uh, This study was published in the online journal of the American Medical Association, April 5th, looked at data collected from over 3 million participants vaccinated from December 14th through February 28th, and uh, just under 2 million participants reported getting the second vaccine dose on April 5th. So more than 46 million Americans had gotten at least one dose of the vaccine by February 21st. And they were asked about their post-vaccination experience, including occurrences of adverse effects within seven days after being vaccinated. So the report included only local or systemic reactions and did not include severe side effects like anaphylactic shock, which will be addressed in a later study. That's the thing. Yes, you may get a sore arm. You may get a few, you know, lumps. Some women are getting, uh, their, their eyes are closing in a couple of cases. My wife, she gets... She's on Instagram with some of these people, and the couple of black women have their eyes have been, their one eye is totally shut, and they think it's because of, of the reaction from the vaccine. I think it was J and J in in, the, in these cases. That's why I'm a little hesitant. I don't rush into anything. I mean, I was I was 43 when I got married, so I'm very deliberate. The uh, decision is up to you. I don't care what Dr. Fauci says or CNN says, and I'm looking at a a, a the uh, headline here by Zachary Stiber, the number of so-called COVID breakthrough cases is not a cause for concern. And they got Fauci, who directs the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. He thinks it's, it's important to look at what the denominator of vaccinated people is, because it is very likely, in what we're hearing at least indirectly, this is Fauci speaking, we're certainly going to be confirming that, that the number of individuals who were breakthrough infections is not at all incompatible with a 90 plus percent vaccine efficacy so he says there shouldn't be any concern or any shift in the policy how the vaccines are being administered they're taking a pause on the j and j for how long he said he said to cnn today i don't know how long but we need to find out if there are more people who will be affected this way and we need to study it further how long a week a month i mean who knows grand paul said look he said the other day he said to, for people to uh, burn their masks, it's, it, they're not working. It's theater, as he told uh, Dr. Fauci during a hearing a couple of weeks back. This is all theater. If you're fully vaccinated, why must you wear a mask if you have virtually no chance of infecting other people or even being infected, at least for three or four months? Why wear a mask? It's about control. It's about being subservient to government edicts. I didn't think I would do a whole show on the vaccines or COVID, and, but I think some of this stuff is getting out of hand here, because the media is constantly pushing it. I, I watched the news this morning. All they talked about was the, the pause on the J&J and the Derek Chauvin trial. It's like nothing else in the world is going on. There's so much more we can talk about, and I'm not going to be able to get to it on this show. I'd like to talk about why Joe Biden is giving the House away when it comes to uh, Iran. He's going he's to get us back into the Iran deal which, you know, was uh, was a disaster when it was implemented in 2015 without Congress. Nobody, nobody consulted Congress. Obama just took it upon himself, he and his inner circle, and they agreed to this uh, deal with Iran. They get billions of dollars in cash and all this other stuff, and we get assurances from Iran, from the mullahs, that they're not going to try to develop nuclear weapons. Well, how's that working out? By the way, there's so much more to talk about and uh, – The media is not talking about it, like free and fair elections and uh, election integrity and some of these laws in the swing states that are being worked on. The media is totally turning a blind eye to it. We'll talk about it in a later podcast, maybe by Friday or Saturday. But there's a former counterintelligence officer who's now directing the investigations and research for Judicial Watch. He says the, uh, the chaos we saw during the 2020 presidential election is precisely how elections are stolen. We need to make sure that never happens again, that Biden can't steal, he won't be around in 24 anyway. But Trump was duly elected in 16, and I believe he was elected in 2020. The election was stolen, but they cheated. So some of these issues, they're unresolved, and we'll address them again in the swing states, Georgia, Wisconsin, and uh, specifically in Maricopa County, Arizona. That needs to never, ever happen again. Ever no better time than right now to begin a podcast maybe you've been thinking about it for a while now you haven't been able to pull the trigger if you do buzzsprout is hands down the best way to do it it's the easiest way to launch a podcast buzzsprout will get your show listed in every major podcast platform you'll get a great looking podcast website audio players you can drop into other websites detailed analytics to see how people are listening tools to promote your episodes, and a lot more. So why not join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout and get your message out to the world? All you have to do is follow the link in this show's notes and get started today. Plus, if you sign up for a paid plan, they'll give you a $20 Amazon gift card. Again, just follow the link in the show notes so that Buzzsprout knows that I, the Pac-Man, patriotic American citizen, Ted Flint, Ted Flint, Sent you Buzzsprout the easiest way to launch a podcast. Speaking of podcasts, Ken Burns has a great show. It's called the Ken Burns Show. That's on the BMG Network.com if you go to that website. And this show is also on that website, bmgnetwork.com. You can also hear Kristen Coons and Set Apart. She has a fine program. She gets more into the details of the uh at least he did on a couple of shows I listened to of the vaccine and this whole COVID business. So check out her show, uh, the Ken and Mike show. And uh, Mike Hansen has his own show, Miked Up, all on the bmgnetwork.com. And we have some columns up there for you, too. Ken and I have written columns. We're going to have another columnist join our crew. So uh, just go to the bmgnetwork.com if you want to get in contact with me directly. You can do that via email. Pacman, P A C M A N, at the BMG network.com, all lowercase. And I think that's all we have time for. Folks, thank you very much for tuning us in. If the Lord wills it, we will talk to you real soon. The Pac Man podcast was produced and edited in the BMG studio. Music by Kevin McLeod.